Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Podcast. You have everything inside you to live your life on purpose. Just click your heels, step into your Ruby Slippers and head home to yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to this episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. I am Rosie, your host, and I'm so grateful that you chose to share some of your day with me in your ears. Thank you very much. I always appreciate you being here and I'm so grateful I get to spend this time with you. You are in for an absolute treat today. I'd love to introduce to you our guest, Cassie Mendoza-Jones. She is a best-selling author of Aligned and Unstoppable, a kinesiologist, a business alignment coach, naturopath, and speaker. She works with women, entrepreneurs, healers, and coaches, healers, coaches, and creatives who want to become more powerfully aligned with their bigger vision, clear away perfectionism, procrastination, and overwhelm, and create a beautiful and aligned business and life. So Cassie, welcome to the Ruby Slipper podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. So tell us a bit about you. So you know the theme of the podcast is all about your ruby slippers and finding your ruby slippers and wearing them and living in it daily. So what was life like for you prior to you realising that you had your own pair of ruby slippers? That's a good question. I I think... I always had a tiny hint that there was a maybe it's like a ruby within me, not maybe the whole pair of slippers. But I, from a very young age, my mum always taught me and guided me to listen to my intuition. And I, I remember the first time I had to do well, not had to, but the first time she invited me to listen to my intuition to help guide me. Which, as you know, it helps us to to switch off from our mind, which can be very overbearing at times and very overactive. And it's such a funny story, but I used to I was obsessed with horses and horse riding. I rode my whole life. And I remember being in a toy shop at about the age of six or seven, and I wanted all the horses, as you do when you're little. <laughs> or, and now I still love all the horses now. Um, and I said to my mom, I want all of them. I don't know how to choose which one I want. And she said to me, and I'll never forget, she said, uh, choose the one that speaks to you the most. And I was six or seven, and I remember saying to her, I none of them talk to me mom like they're plastic toys they're horses and she said no just which one could you not leave without like which one does your body say I need to go home with you and from a young age I just remember holding on to that memory to help guide me but of course you know life happened and especially in my late teens early 20s I didn't always listen to my intuition um, I remember feeling quite lost especially after high school I was going to university to study journalism and PR and I absolutely hated uni. Like I, I love studying, I love school, I love books, I love reading, I love writing but and I love learning but university for whatever reason was just not for me at that stage in that form and mm-hmm. I felt I was really down. I was really, it just wasn't working for me. So I looked within and I was like, what do I need to do to either get through this time or to feel happier or to feel more aligned or to feel clearer and I decided to study a makeup course at night and on the weekends. And it just was like, I mean, I look back now and I think I didn't know where that would take me, but I just wanted, I was reaching for joy. Like what, what will bring me joy, yeah. even if I can't change all of my circumstances. Like I wanted to finish that year of university, but I, I needed to feel good while I did. And I knew I wasn't going to get that joy from the uni. So yeah, I started studying makeup and that brought me so much joy. It was creative. It was, creative. It was you know, I was expanding, I was learning, I was getting to use a different part of my brain. And I think that's the first time I remember looking in a bigger picture, like looking outside of myself to find joy in a really 
purposeful, helpful, supportive way. I love that. Uh, the lady that I've interviewed before you, that joy, it comes up so much. What brings me joy? I had to do something that brung, that brung me joy. And mm. you're like, what a gift from your mum listening. I know. Like such a gift. Such yeah. a and gift. Yeah, and at such an early age as well. Like, yeah. To have that from being so little is really, yeah, Such a gift. Beautiful. So what was the point where you were, I mean, you always had, that bit of guidance within you, but what was the point for you when you were like, you know what, actually you looked down, you were like, man, they're there. They're like on my feet and I can, I've got this, everything I need is within me. So what was that point like for you? And what did you have to walk away from, I guess, um, or adapt in order to make sure that you were living more in alignment like you are now? Yeah. So I think one of the most pivotal moments was um, a few years after the I started studying makeup and then I was working in, in beauty and advertising and um, editorial and I loved what I was doing but there, I was miss, like something was missing for me and that's when I was starting to look more into natural therapies and studying you know something else that was going to again bring me more joy and help me feel more on purpose. The moment where it all I realized that I could leave that and I could walk away from years of building a career and a business and my name you know as a freelancer I had an agency I was living my dream I had people managing my clients and I was doing amazing work but I remember saying to a stylist friend of mine who was on set with me I said I don't I don't know if I can do this anymore like I think I need to be doing something else but I hadn't yet made the connection sounds so simple now between thinking that and actually being able to walk away from what from a dream from something I've been building for years and she said to me, well, maybe you won't always be makeup And it was the most, like, chilled, casual sentence, but that changed my world. And I know it did even more so in hindsight because I'll never forget those specific words. Maybe you won't always be makeup And that's when I was like, you know what? Maybe I won't. And, and the only reason, the only way I'll be able to say I, I won't need to do this forever is if I make the decision to change my mind and to pivot and to be okay with leaving behind something that I worked so hard for that I still inherently loved, but that you know, deep down, I knew that I had to be doing something else. I knew there was another path for me and it had been nudging, you know, tugging at me, nudging at me. And finally, I had to take that leap that is sometimes huge and sometimes as small as just stepping off, you know, from the pavement onto the street. But that was the moment when I realized I had to change. And, and to be fair to, to my journey, I have to I have to say that I, there, I find those ruby slippers again countless times. I find them again and again and again. And I think... There's this beautiful quote by Marcus Aurelius, who he's a Roman emperor from mm. so many years ago. Yeah. He he wrote, dig inside yourself. Inside there is a spring of goodness ready to gush at any moment if you keep digging. And I feel like finding the ruby slippers for me is like, I have to keep digging, but I don't stop digging. I, like, you know, I might dig now and then in a few weeks or a few months, something might feel out of alignment or out of whack. And then I dig again and I find that spring of goodness again and again and again. Oh, I love that. I was literally, I'm I'm listening to you just hanging on every word. (laughs) And I think the biggest powerful thing that you said there was, again, what your friend said to you, which still obviously is a big thing for you. Maybe you won't be making. Want more tools to help you live your purpose daily? Don't leave your ruby slippers on the shelf. Click your heels at www.rosynerney.com and check out her free online course. How many people are in careers for years and years and years and haven't even asked themselves that question? 
even though they're miserable, even though they don't like it, even though they're unhappy, even though they wake up every day and go, why am I doing this? They just haven't asked themselves the question, well, maybe I won't be doing this for forever. And then the following question, well, if I wasn't, what would I be doing? What brings me joy? Mm. Yeah. I think for me, the other part of it was that I wasn't, I wasn't deeply, deeply unhappy, which I think made it even harder because part of me was like, this is, this is fine. This is good. I have days of joy and, and days where I love this. And I still love doing makeup, but th- it, it was something underneath that. Like I could have stayed doing what I was doing for another few years had I not listened to that call from within um, and, and some guidance in like the universe. But I'm just so glad you just shared that because I, I work with so many women that say to me, but you know, I should be happy. Like I've got, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't have it really bad. Like I'm not one of those women that are in a domestic violence relationship or, you know, like we have, we have good money. We live in a nice house. Like I have a great job. Like I should be happy. And I'm like, I am like, I'm, I'm content. And I, and my response is, well, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> why do you want to work with me then? Because I'm for people that, that want to sort of go to the next level. And it's, it's quite confronting when they've never considered that question for themselves. But I love what you said when you were like, well, I wasn't unhappy, but there was just this part of you that was longing, lingering, hungry for more. Yeah, yeah. It's, and you have to listen to that because if you don't, you can keep making excuses and we often do. And sometimes excuses are valid. Like there might be a really good reason why you, why you don't want to change something yet. But I think when we start to say, oh, I can't because of this and I can't because of that, we actually stop. We make – when we – when you look for an excuse, you'll find it, right? Like sometimes you've just mm-hmm. got to say, I'm not making excuses anymore. And it might be a hard truth, but it's going to help me expand. And it might be hard. Like walking into my makeup agency and saying to them, I absolutely love you. I absolutely love the work that you find for me and work that I do, but I have to leave. I was, I don't think I've ever felt so physically sick in my life. Like mm. I had, I'd spent two years trying to get an agency and everyone in the industry was like, oh, it takes four years of freelance, unpaid work. I actually ended up getting one actually in about 14 months. I was their first makeup artist um, for this beautiful new agency. I, I was shaking so much. I thought I was going to throw up going into mm. office. And they understood. Like they said, they actually said, oh, we had a feeling this is why you set this meeting. But wow. they, they already knew before I did. Yeah. And I think you've got to just, it doesn't matter if you're only, if you're happy enough. Like, and you know what? Happy enough for a while might be fine, but there might be a day and you have to honor the day. Or the moment that happens again and again and again when you say, do you know what, I actually, am, I want more than happy enough. I want more than this thing fine. I want to feel really aligned with what I'm doing. And the thing is, I still love makeup and I still sometimes do makeup. I still do weddings and private science. It's just that it's my side gig now as yeah. opposed to it being the thing that I wake up to do every single day. Yeah, because it still brings you joy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's really important to note as well. Just if what you're doing brings you joy, but there's still that part of you that is lingering for something else it doesn't mean you can't still do it exactly just don't well ignore that breadcrumb or ignore that that pool that's leading you to find something else that brings you joy yeah, exactly. Thanks for being part of our purpose. The Ruby Slipper podcast is kept ad-free so we don't annoy the shit out of you with ads. If you'd like to keep it that way and receive exclusive gifts from Rosie, please click on the Patreon link, which you can find in the show notes or at rosynerney.com. This is not an ad. What advice would you give to the ladies that are listening today 
in relation to their feeling a little bit like, okay, I've just figured out that I'm probably not living on purpose and I really, really want to. When you were at the beginning of this and making those decisions to obviously end up where you are now, but that beginning stage, what what advice or what tools were really, really beneficial for you that helped you to get where you are now? The, the first thing actually I would suggest is to notice notice the breadcrumbs like what you just mentioned you said don't ignore the breadcrumbs notice the breadcrumbs notice the signs notice you being guided and nudged and what happened was the week that I started to think about leaving makeup to move into studying naturopathy I and I, I kid you not this three things happened in that week the first thing was that I went to do makeup on a shoot and the model was studying nutrition at the college that I'd been googling and looking at the other day on online Mm. the next day another model was studying massage at the same clinic and then the next day I was booked on a shoot to to uh and the the location was on the exact same street like literally a few doors up from the nutrition and naturopathy college wow and that was three really huge nudges like what's next for nuts like almost a punch in the face although it wasn't a punch like a a kiss on the cheek because it was such a beautiful sign so three really really strong signs in a week from like within days of me deciding oh like opening the door so like wow. oh I'm just gonna peek through into that so I mean that's that's hard to ignore right but there might yeah. be other smaller signs like you might be thinking about doing something and you drive past someone and there's like a bumper sticker that has the words that you were just thinking of or something mm. or a song comes on the radio so just like you can either ask for a sign or you can just be open to receiving the sign and on the other hand, like that's one hand. On the other hand, if you don't get a sign or a symbol or a nod, it doesn't mean you. It doesn't mean it's a no. It doesn't mean you can't do it. But sometimes things will just start to fall into place. It's that beautiful, you know, synchronicity where you're just like, oh, this is where I'm being guided. This is where I'm being led. So that's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do is I would sit with what each decision feels like in your body. So sit with yourself. Take a deep breath. Put your phone away. Put distractions away. Center within yourself. And then ask yourself or bring in the vision or the sensation or the words of the decision of staying where you are and see how you feel. Do you feel open and expansive or do you feel contracted? Does your heart start to race? Does your stomach feel a bit sick or twisted? So that, that's going to be an answer for you, right? Open and expansive means I'm good. We can stay here. Closed and contracted and constricted and all of that doesn't, it's not a good sign for, for you moving on. It's actually a sign to say there's something better for you. Your body is giving you a beautiful answer. And then ask yourself, how do I feel about moving ahead and moving on and changing my mind? And again, see how it feels within your body. And you, here's the, the, the thing is that you can feel open and expansive and you can feel fear at the same time. So I'm not saying that feeling open means you're going to feel fearless. You might feel so much more fear in your mind at the thought of changing your mind and moving ahead, but your body will feel open. Mm. And that's what you have to look at because we can feel fear and we can be expanding and feel fear at the same time. And it doesn't mean we have to kick fear down and stomp on its head. We just have to say, thank you so much for showing me what you need me to see. Maybe there's something there for me to look at. Maybe there's something there for me to just clear away. Maybe this is just coming up because this is new and it's so normal to have you know, doubt or have that sense of anticipation or even nervousness around changing your mind and moving ahead. But I would do that. I would sit with it in your body and ask your body how each decision feels and then listen to it and really honour that. Totally. I love that. That is such good advice. I say to people, scared and excited at the same time is a good thing. 
Yeah, yeah. So to go to go with that. So thank you so much for coming onto the podcast, Cassie, and for sharing your amazing wisdom with all the amazing women that are listening today. If they want to come and find you, whereabouts can they find you online? So I'm on Instagram at Cassie Mendoza Jones and my website is also CassieMendozaJones.com. I'm on Facebook too, but definitely on Instagram. Well, I don't know about you, but I kind of find Instagram seems to be the place more people are hanging out these days. Yeah, I just find it easier to to be on there. Yeah, there's less less yeah. traffic, so yeah, awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being on here. I am so excited to get this out into the world and have so many women listening to this and pulling gems from you and finding you so that they can connect with your work and be more inspired to continue in their ruby slippers and on their life of purpose. So thank mm. you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And thank you to everyone for tuning in and listening. I really appreciate you being here. And I look forward to chatting to you next time on the next episode of the Ruby Slipper podcast. Rosie loves kicking up her heels in her ruby slippers. To help her with her purpose, rate and review us wherever you listen. 